I found this album while listening to the catalog yesterday, and let me share it with you all. It's called Glory Sound Prep by John Bellion, and boy howdy, I am feeling it. We interrupt this scheduled broadcast for a breaking news update from the Sticky Buttons podcast. What is up, guys? This is the Sticky Buttons pod. This is your host, Brandon. And this is Blake. And we're coming at you with our 20th episode today. Yeah, definitely, man. So tell me, dude, what's been up? What have you been playing? Man, I have been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I've been really getting into it, just discovering more and more things, putting different kinds of trees on my island, trying to decorate things. I recently bought a home. I paid off the mortgage on my first home. Um, you don't have so a tent anymore. No more tent vibes. Nice. So everyone on the island of Naomi now has a home and I'm saving up my money. I'm thinking about maybe going for putting an extension on my house, making it a little bigger, uh, but that's pretty expensive. I think it's going to run me about 350 bells, 350,000 bells. Um, hey, how many do you have? Right now saved up. I have about 180, but my mentality is if you can't buy it twice, you shouldn't buy it. So I got to save about 700,000 bells before I, even in the game, like man. Even in the game. Oh the man, game. that's crazy. I, whenever I like go and buy something in the in games, I'm always like, barely get enough to get it, and then I get it, and then I'm like, well, I'm broke. <laughs> Can't buy anything else. <laughs> Can't do that here because you actually need tools and stuff, and I need to help build a shop right now as well. We don't have a shop in the island. Um, I'm trying to really develop the island a bit more, get some more infrastructure in there, so. A shop is important to me right now, but it's been kind of hard because I don't have enough rocks spawning. I have to break the rocks to get these iron ores. Mm -hmm. And then once I get 30 iron ores, I can finish finally getting all the materials gathered for my shop. Nice. And then once you have the shop, you can like buy things that are fun. Yeah, you got you get access to a wider variety of things. You have this thing called the drop box where you just go and you drop things off. And then the, the bells get sent to your account. It's just more seamless. It makes your island a bit more appealing. Um, and yeah, some more infrastructure on the island. Nice. So can you get to the whole of the island now? Uh, still can't. There's still some like plateaus that I need a ladder to get up to. And I think once you extend your house the second time, that's when you get access to the ladder. Okay. And, and that'll let you like explore different terrains on islands. What about bridges? Bridges, I'm pretty sure you can build bridges. I've never gotten to the point where I've built a bridge, but I would not put it past this game for there to be bridges. There is sort well, of I guess I'm there. asking because the only really experience I have is when an old roommate, Henry, um, I don't think he's going to listen, but shout out to Henry. <laughs> um, when he was making his island, he had like these huge rivers that divided his island up into like three parts. And he was like, well, I can't get to like anything until I build a bridge. Mm -hmm. Like he could only access like a third of his map. That's not the case in this, in this one though. They give you a vaulting pole and you just stick it in the water and you can like hop over to the other side. It's really gnarly. Um, but what I've done is I bought the. Oh, okay, so that's how you get over the the little like streams and stuff. It's like a vaulting pole. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I I have an underground tunnel where it's like the Mario the Mario, Mario uh, tunnel. 
the Mario Tunnel. I can just go to a different part of the island with that. That's, that's been cool. pretty fun. It's like a warp tunnel. Yeah, that's I love cool. it. It's like a fast, uh, fast travel. I like that. Dude, honestly, yeah. like the fast travel in games, that makes it like so much better. I don't it know. makes it, yeah, so much more seamless of an experience. It makes me think of like a game like Skyrim. If a game like Skyrim, which is like a huge, huge terrain, if you didn't have fast travel, you'd easily be playing for hours and hours on end. Yeah, yeah man. I was actually just thinking about this today because I was playing a little bit of Jedi Fallen Order on my lunch break. Where were you? I was, and I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to get to. I, I was like, I have like 30 minutes um, to play, and then I need to like eat for the other 30 minutes. So I was like, um, I can't get to the objective that I want to do. Like my next like main story objective, I'm like, I'm not going to be able to get there because I'll have to traverse like half this map of this planet. And yeah, they don't have fast travel um, in that game, which I think, is, oh, man. I mean, like, I don't know. yeah it it would make it a lot easier in order to fast travel but like also like all i really wanted to do was kill some stormtroopers so like i still i don't know i got that so (laughs) as long as you get to shoot some stormtroopers yeah well in this case i slashed them with my my old lightsaber with the saber Mm -hmm. honestly jedi fallen order is really cool because like i feel like every time that i play it i'm in like a different mood and you can like change your lightsaber color and like your outfits and stuff and like um the last couple times i played i've had like a very like light side like jedi vibe and i had like a very light blue kind of lightsaber um and this today i was like i'm gonna turn it to red and i'm gonna put a once you beat the game you get the inquisitor yeah the inquisitor skin which is basically just like a, the people that are hunting you throughout the game if you're not a star wars nerd so basically you get what like the bad of... guy uniform and i just like went after him <laughs> <laughs> that's sick what kind of outfit is that is that like an all black robe um well kind of, so like the inquisitors are something that they introduced in like star wars rebels I think was the first time that they introduced the Inquisitors and it's like in this game. So basically they're Jedis that survived the order 66, but then turned to the dark side to hunt down other Jedis. Um, And like in this game, you learn other stuff about it and like you learn more about how they are formed and how like being an Inquisitor, like how like being an Inquisitor is made like, or how they make Inquisitors I guess and basically they just like torture Jedi until they break, which is awful. But oh, I guess spoilers. <laughs> Sounds so <laughs> wicked. <laughs> but it's also like it's really cool because um, like I mean it ends up being like this huge like story story plot um, of the Inquisitors because you're like literally being hunted because you were a Padawan that survived Order sixty six and you've kind of been like suppressing your your Jedi powers, but then you have to use them. And that's kind of what starts the whole game. And they got to finish the job. Yeah, it's it's fun, man. It, I'm about it. And yeah, it's a great game. I feel like if you... Is there, go ahead. Is there an initial, like, customization? Um. Yeah, actually, like, that is a... That's probably, I don't know, a lot of people... I've heard that a lot of people didn't like it, but... I loved it. That was like one of my favorite parts of the game 
is so basically you start off and you have this you know this lightsaber and you like once you get like through the first couple objectives you're able to like you find a lightsaber part and you're like oh like you find like a workbench and you can like change the lightsaber parts so you can like totally customize your own lightsaber you can customize your outfits once you find them and or like do story beats and that customization is really cool. You have a droid companion called BD-1 and you can totally customize his skins as well and the skins of the ship that you have. So that's really, that's really cool as well. But you can't customize like your eye color and like your hair and stuff. Um, No, you are like, there is like a, a main protagonist and he kind of just, okay. He stays the, he stays the same, but so you can't change your person, but you can like change his like outfits and lightsaber and stuff, which are pretty All cool your, stuff. yeah you're like playing in his story you know and it's yeah it's That's a good cool. time but have you been playing any other games outside of i was just playing final fantasy 7 right before playing you know getting on this and that was that was really a banger man that that game is just so much fun the fighting dynamics are really interesting i just discovered a new thing called the limit and that's when you fill up your um, ATB bar at the bottom. I don't know what ATB stands for. But once you have that full, you can basically do like a really special move. And the special move I have is cross slash. And basically Cloud can like do, he does, he draws like this. Well, There's um, like huge X with like two slashes kind of with a sword. Yeah, it, it kind of looks like a Japanese character um, oh, of the alphabet. Cool. Um, and he just like draws it out and yeah, it's, it's a sick move. I don't know how he moves that huge sword like that. It's, it's so heavy. So but, is it like a, is it like a skill tree that you got that? Like working through a skill tree, you were able to get that? I think I just leveled up to a point. I recently just hit level 10. Okay. Um, so I, I think that. I just, yeah. And, uh, it's, it came in really useful because I started fighting some enemies that were, uh, just really complicated to deal with, like these slashers. They're like these really fast um, mobs, and, and they'll come at you really quickly, stagger you. Um, and these riot guards with these big shields and like these electric batons. Oh, and that's like, cool. Tase you. And like right now, what I just what just happened before I got on um, to to record this episode was I was I just finished taking out like a, a ultimate riot guard he had like a really big shield and he was a really really annoying boss i was fighting him for at least 10 minutes i remember fighting him and being like i i gotta finish this dude because i got something to do um <laughs> and eventually i finished him I, it took a lot of like fire spells i finally figured out if i use a fire spell i'll stagger him and then i can actually come in with the sword and do some damage um and i took him down but after i took him down like just it seems like the whole unit came and it was like at least 20 security guards and then just in that moment the train came and cloud just hops on the train and yeah oh that's cuts cool. to cuts to a story so i have it paused right now definitely gonna go play right after we finish recording this episode nice, and man. see what happens but yeah man i'm i'm loving this game it's honestly something that like it's been a while since i've had a game that i just really look forward to playing and, and you know it's just going to be there for you no matter what. 
it's uh it's one hell that's of a awesome, title man. that's a great feeling and honestly like nowadays like that's like that's just so needed and i feel like yeah dude, that's just awesome that you're feeling that way yeah man i'm super blessed i you know found this game and it was totally free because of my playstation plus membership so thanks sony that's awesome yeah thanks sony also, not thank Sony because I still can't. <laughs> you know what I think? I think they love their these resellers and what they're doing with their product. No, man, I don't know if they do because I, you know, I was thinking about this. So they have all these people that are buying their product and then selling it for like an up, or like they're reselling it for a markup, and. I just wonder how many units are like sitting there waiting for people to be bought for a markup. A lot. You know what There's I mean? I mean, a lot. Ahead. I remember early on, like with the beginning of this craze, like just two weeks after release date, there was like people were shitting on these group of resellers because they were upset that nobody was buying the PS5 at a markup and they had like a it seemed like a fucking storage full of PlayStation fives and they were holding on to them. And they're just like, people need to buy these. Like, why is no one buying the PS five? And you know, it's because you're selling it at a markup, you know, you bought, you have 500 of them that you just want to sell them at 750 a pop. And nobody's willing to pay that price for, for that product, especially after, you know, people have had this product now for what, like six months almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and there are troubles, like there are problems that are starting to arise with like I told you the analog sticks. Mm -hmm. Um yep. it seems like Sony used the cheapest part for the, the analog sticks. Um mm -hmm. and they're already giving people trouble. They already have to buy another sixty nine ninety nine dual sense controller. Um, there's gotta be a way that I mean somebody soon has gotta figure out a way to or they're gonna put a YouTube video up on how to repair them yourself because that's like ridiculous if you, if you didn't know there's been a lot of people that have seen that like after like a certain threshold of hours of playing they're like the controller just like it just doesn't work anymore and the joysticks just like they they don't go back to the center and they like drift kind of like the joy cons in nintendo and like nintendo had to um they have to repair the i mean i guess i don't know if they have to I mean, they, they did repair mine, like I, like I said previously, but I don't know. I think there was definitely like a lawsuit and I don't know if, I don't know what's going to happen with this, but I mean, like, cause yeah, like it, if you're at this point, like you kind of have to just buy a new controller because there's just like not very many people have it. You know, you don't have the, you don't have the benefit of the masses having the same product as you and trying to find a cheaper workaround. So Unless you're in the UK, I think the UK has like laws in place to uh, protect the consumer in that case. And, you know, if you put out a product that's becomes defective like that, they have to replace it for for the customer. Um, but we don't have those types of laws here. So if that happens to you in the United States, you're pretty much just going to have to buy a new controller. Yeah, I don't know. And then there's also like I saw something the other day where somebody was making a joke about how. Like we're, if you decide to have Call of Duty, Warzone, and uh, yeah, so if you choose to have Call of Duty, Warzone, Modern Warfare, and Black Ops, I guess like it all won't fit on a PlayStation 5. Yeah, no, that's totally accurate because of the storage 
And if you have a digital edition, good luck having those three titles and then a God of War or like a Final Fantasy. Um, it's just not going to all fit in there. And that's yeah. really the appeal for having a disc edition. Yeah, I'm kind of now I'm yeah, I'm, I'm really rethinking how I want to do it now because I really want the digital edition because I don't have any PlayStation games. You know what I mean? So I, yeah. it would make sense for me to save the money, but then it's like, I don't, yeah, I just don't really know what I'm going to do because you could do, you could do an external hard drive, you know, get, get yourself one of those. really. Yeah. But I think that drives. you have to have, you have to have certain external hard drives because of the speed required because mm-hmm. this, so I think like, like you can't just like buy a sand disc off the, like terabyte off the off the no. shelf which is what i was able to do for my xbox one you have to have something that will like work with it or you could like buy an official one from playstation which i don't know yeah. exactly how much those are but i'm sure they're not cheap i guess we could look it up really quick yeah i'm sure they're gonna you know sell that at a, at a profit make a significant amount of money but i think if you're gonna go the digital route it makes sense to have an external hard drive, especially given if you want to build a really nice and, you know, library. Uh, I have a pretty serious library of PlayStation games. And so that's a concern for me right now. Either if I go digital or if I go, you know, disc, either way, I'm going to run into this issue where I do not have enough storage for all the titles that I want to have on my PlayStation 5, uh, which sucks. And, and that's really why I'm hoping they make another PlayStation 5 where they fix this remote, where they put more storage into it. Um, and yeah, I want to see too. I want to see maybe a year down the line if there's any other hardware issues that arise. Um, you know, they, re- they have to put out a lot of these units at once. And I mean, I know Sony has amazing quality. You know, they, they'll, they won't put out a product that's a bad quality, but there might be some issues, some defects that um, will arise in, in the hardware so I'm, I'm really curious to see you know a little more long term what it looks like yeah so just on the on the um as far as the external hard drives go so they're a different type of hard drive so i guess what they're calling it they're calling it the ssd external hard drives or where they embrace the ssd and i'm looking at some of them and it looks like it's uh, like a hundred dollars for 500 gigabytes which is half a terabyte Sheesh. which is like at least double what a normal um external hard drive would be actually i bought the last time i bought an external hard drive was like two years ago and it was like 60 60 bucks for a one like a terabyte so that is a significant markup well yeah i don't know i guess the there's the whole thing of like it's faster so like the load time is faster so but i don't know if that i mean for gaming i guess you could say that would make it better but yeah i mean there's that whole thing where it's like the so that's the ssd is supposed to enhance the speed and and that like that is specifically what is supposed to enhance the speed but anyways um yeah i don't know i mean i guess like if I guess from that perspective, like the, your perspective on it, like, I guess we're, we're the people that are, are the scalpers that have just have so many of them, I guess that's good for PlayStation because they've sold so many, but I don't know. I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm worried that 
I'm going to buy one for like normal prices. And then I'm going to like a year later, it's going to be like half off because there are just so many, like you could buy a used one for like literally half the price because you know, do you know what I'm trying to say? Cause there's just so many I know many exactly what you're trying to say because I mean, just look at you and I, like we're really hesitant to purchase one right now. And that's just because we're not going to spend 750 for it. So, you know, and, these scalpers are already really desperate. Give them another 12 months, heck, even six months. They're going to be pushing. You'll see them pushing the price down and trying to just move their product because they're tired of holding this inventory. Um, and you're well, right, I mean, I, at the same time, like there is still the, there is still the chip shortage. So, but I mean, yeah, I guess. So I guess I saw a tweet yesterday. So today is March 16th. Um, I saw some like PS5 tweets today. I guess Amazon is supposed to get um, 46,000 units on Thursday. So, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, honestly, I don't know how fast that would sell out too. Because the last couple of times I've had like the worst luck with Amazon. Really quickly, they're going to, I mean, you can bet scalpers are going to be on this one too. Yeah, it's especially because they, they know about it. Yeah. It's the hustle, and they'll put their bots to the job. Definitely get it ahead of you and I, who are just going there, you know, putting it in our cart, pressing continue to check out. You know, we're not going to be able to compete with a program that's shooting 10 different accounts at it at once. And Yeah, but like, so like, let's say they, they do, they release them all at once, and scalpers are able to get 46,000 PS5s and like, let's say the span of a minute and those all go to like StockX or whatever, um, like all the other markup sites, what's going to happen to all those when there's just so many, you know, when, when like you could go to GameStop and buy it for regular price, where's what's going to happen to all those? Do you think? That is a really good question. And honestly, I really wouldn't be able to tell you. Um, I, if I had to guess, they, they would probably just, probably sell them and at a lower price later on do you think they, they really mess with the market do you think they try and take a loss or well i mean obviously they would try Definitely to do you, do you think they would take a loss on i think it would i think like it would get to the point where they would just sell it at like the retail price and just yeah. try to move them like that you know it's like we're tired of you know our our tactics didn't really work with this product so we're going to just have to move these at least for some people there, there will always be scalpers who would just hold on to them. Um, but yeah, I feel like the people true. who bought them in mass, like people who there are groups of people that have a lot like best buy inventory worth of these things. And I just need to move product. I mean, inventory costs money just to hold inventory costs money and, and time. So so on the note of buying new things, man, have you ever bought a game from Kickstarter? Never bought a game from Kickstarter, no. I mean, Kickstarter being like that place where people will try and like fund projects, um, crowdfund right. basically. Yeah, crowdfund. So I've only discovered that there's like this whole area of Kickstarter that's like just crowdfunding games. And, you know, honestly, I'm getting a lot of ads on like Instagram and Facebook for these like um, Kickstarter, uh, like video games. And I've like sent you a couple of them and some of them look really cool. 
but I got sent this one the other day. I mean, it was like an ad and it was for a Kickstarter. And I just like immediately was like, oh my God, like I'm totally going to buy this game. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. I was like, I'll just buy it tomorrow. And I like got like the screenshots, like sent the ad to myself. And then the next day I like went on and they were just like, thank you to everybody that has supported us. Like we've had enough to like, like this game is coming out and I was just like, no, like I totally missed it. So like, I'm going to have to buy the game like a normal person. Um, but I like just, I'm kind of, I'm kind of sad that I missed this Kickstarter because I saw it and I was just like immediately blown away. And like, had I supported the Kickstarter, I would have got like, um, like a, a digit, like a physical copy and like some like artwork and some like sound, I guess like a, like a, like a physical USB drive that had like some like music on it and some other stuff, like some other art. And I was just like, I'm kind of sad that I missed out on that. But I mean, obviously like I haven't played the game yet, so I might not even like it, but I just kind of want to give a quick shout out to this game. It's supposed to come out sometime in 2021. It's called Sky Climbers and it's all one word. So Brandon, if you want to look that up, if you just type in Sky Climbers, they, they kind of on their Kickstarter, they say a multiplayer city building action rpg and it just looks like insane dude like i don't really know i don't even really know quite what this game is but i've seen like all like a bunch of trailers and some gameplay of it and it looks really incredible and basically it kind of looks like a minecraft kind of thing but in like a really cool fantasy world and you can like pick your class which is kind of like skyrim like you can be a mage a paladin or a ranger and i guess you also have like a companion kind of like pokemon like you have like an animal companion that you can get and there's they have like three starters so i'm just like i'm just intrigued by this like whole concept of it so yeah it's called sky climbers and they have i guess it's coming out on the nintendo switch steam xbox playstation i guess that's google stadia and mobile actually i don't know what that is that might not be google stadia i might I might be totally wrong with that maybe it might not even be google what is google stadia logo i guess yeah so that's i don't is it google do you know what i'm talking about brandon google stadia like the cloud um gaming service yeah i guess i didn't recognize the logo but yes yes that it's also coming out on there as well Oh, that's so. sick, man. I'm looking at the developer Paratrope, and uh, wow, it seems like they're 3D printing things and stuff. Really yeah, I'm really, awesome. I'm really sad. I'm really sad that I didn't get in on this Kickstarter because they had some really cool things. Um, but you should, hey, if you, you dear listener, you should really check out this game called Sky Climber. I mean, like obviously it's not out yet, so like you have to look at just like what they have. But it looks really cool. Um, I don't know, man, with all like the triple A titles and stuff like being delayed. And I also like don't know how how much I'm into triple A titles anymore. Like I've kind of I feel like I've just kind of been burned. And I'm, I'm really trying to to really check out some indie games. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, with, like me playing games and dude, I actually I do have an indie game that I really want to highlight. Um so I sent you some screenshots, Brandon, of this this game that I'm playing. I checked it out. That, that looks a lot like Terraria. Oh, I've never even I've never heard of that. I'm gonna look that up really quick. You said Terraria. Oh, interesting. 
Yeah. Do you, what is Terraria? Do you want to explain what that game is? Um, I've never really played it much. I remember downloading it on Xbox to just try it out. It's a lot like Minecraft. Um, I think it's just like a 2D game, though. And um, you're kind of just like mining around and stuff and fighting creatures. Um, I, I can't really speak to Terraria very much. I'm sorry, dear listener. No, you're if you're a Terraria fan, it's one hell of a game, and it's definitely it definitely has a lot of uh, players worldwide. So, shouts out to any Terraria players. That's one hell of a game. Yeah, I'm just looking at it, and I kind of I can see where you would. I guess I can see where you could find the similarities, but I, it is in like the art style. It kind of is like that, but like it's also like kind of not too. Um, but so, so the game that I'm, that I'm talking about, I, I started playing it. I listened to a, an interview. This is like the weird, I guess it's not really that weird when you think about it, but at the time I thought it was kind of weird. I guess it's unique because I've never like bought a game this way, but I listened to a podcast where the developer was just talking about his life and talking about the game. And I kind of clicked on it because um, like you, like we've mentioned before on the podcast, we're really interested in solar ash, the, the new PlayStation game. So this guy's company is, so solar ash will be his second game. And I had no idea. And he was talking like in this interview is mostly about his, his previous game, which is called hyper light drifter. Have you heard of it? I'm not familiar with it. So I had, I had heard of it once or twice and I was like, I don't know, like just like the way that he's talking about it. I was like, man, like, this, it was definitely like the way that it was coming out. I was like, this was definitely a passion project. And I'm just like, I'm just, I love anything that's like a passion project. So I mean, this podcast is a passion project. <laughs> yes, it is. But yeah, we were, I don't know. I was just listening to it and I was like, oh my gosh, like this just sounds incredible. Like this guy's story, I was just so into it. And I looked, actually, I didn't even look up any gameplay. I just bought the game just based on like what he had said about it. And kind of, I think I watched the trailer, but basically it's like a 2D game and you have a sword and a gun and you can like phase like a certain distance and you have to like fight these enemies and it, it's like a top down kind of thing. And it like the art style, it, it kind of is like, it's very, like you can very clearly tell what's going on. Like it's very good in that sense, but it like intentionally looks kind of like pixely but not in the way that minecraft does but in a way that i it's like it's like smaller and finer i guess more more refined is a better way to say it and it just like i don't know dude i i just get lost in it and i feel like i haven't gotten lost in anything in a while and i dude i'm just having like the best time with it and i've never i i don't know it it's just so hard because this this past year has been been odd and different but just like the experience of just playing this game has been so fun it's like totally it's like totally pulled me in in a way like i said that like nothing has in a while so it's it's really crazy do you have any questions about it you said it was called hyperlight drive uh hyperlight drifter hyperlight so, drifter yeah so actually yeah i guess i'll go into that a little bit so it's i think Oh, also, like, this game is so cool because it's there's no, there's no dialogue. And 
Okay. I think that is really interesting. Um, so basically, like if you come up to somebody, it'll show like a picture of like her, like a series of pictures describing what's going on, or the music will make you feel it along with like the vibe of the whole area and your player that you're playing as is sick. And you don't, at the point that I'm at in the game, I don't really understand why or how the player is sick, but from in the, in the interview that I had listened to, the designer that had um, that designed this game, he has like a, a life-threatening disease that he's like, yeah, like my mortality is kind of like constantly shoved in my face because of this disease that's eventually going to kill me. And he's like, I just kind of woke up one day and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm sick of like, I don't know, it was very inspirational because he was just like, I'm just like going to say no and do only what I want to do. And that's how he ended up making this game. And it's absolutely incredible. Like it is so clean and crisp and the colors and art are just beautiful. And I think that, I think that he had to create a studio because I think he designed like a lot of the art for it. And I mean, I don't really know exactly, but then I think that other people like were making the game with him, but he was doing like all the art for it and kind of designed everything. Um, so the disease that he has is um, congenial heart disease. Oh, shit. So, um, I mean, that's a, that's a pretty serious disease and you can look it up yourself, but you that's should. Sad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, isn't, it's... That, isn't that the disease where like, you know, you're going to die at a certain. Right. Yeah. I think that you just, you just can't, your body just can't. Um, sustain sustain you anymore like you i think that he like he talks about how like through parts of development is came into like i mean like you should listen to his voice like obviously like we were just i'm just somebody that listened to him and i'm telling you about it like you should definitely listen to him talk about it um i think the podcast was humans who make video games and like we'll definitely link it below um but basically their whole vibe of that podcast is like humanizing or I guess, I don't know if that's the right word, but they're trying to, I guess, create that human connection to the people that make video games. And I mean, that was so, so strong just for me listening to it that I was like, I'm going to play this game. And it just so happens it is like so fun. And I'm, I'm just so into it. And the art style is so cool. And I love that it's like completely nonverbal. Like you could, like, it's just cool to me that you can like instantly know what's going on and like, it just makes me feel more connected to other people just by the fact that there's like, you know, like the, there doesn't have to be dialogue. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's really awesome and interesting. I think that speaks to like the, the game and like the design of it. It's so like, I like what you said, you know, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I believe you said um, you like, you know, what's going on and you don't even need dialogue. Like you can just play it. And um, I, I mean, that's, that sounds super interesting. Are you playing on the Switch? And do you know I, it's I on am, other platforms? I am playing on the Switch. I guess I can look that up really quick. But yeah, so also like, kind of like what I was saying is you can just instantly know what's going on. There's also like a lot of the things they have are, or I guess a lot of the things that they use to convey messages also like just symbols that don't mean anything. And that's like, oh, like I... I now know, like, after, like, seeing it once or twice, I'm able to see, 
what they're trying to mean. So it looks like, yeah, um, I see it on Steam and all right. So it does look like you can buy it on PlayStation 4, Windows, Lun, uh, Lun, Lunix? Oh my gosh. How do you say that? You know the word like I'm trying Linux, to Linux? Linux. Yeah, Linux. Gosh, I don't know why that is. <laughs> uh, Linux. Yeah, it looks like they have on Microsoft and Xbox as well. And iOS too. But I would definitely recommend playing this with a controller because I have died um, a couple times. Like there's. I got to this one point where it was definitely meant to be like, all right, like this is where, this is the hump. Like you have to figure out the combat now and you have to, you have to figure out how to beat these people and you got to learn it really quick. And it took me probably like half an hour to get past that point. And then it like did like this really cool cutscene. Your character like does this like really cool motion with his sword and he like stabs it into the ground. And it's like, Oh, you cleared the area. And um, I just recently, uh, the last time I, I played it, I got to another one of those like checkpoints where I was like, it took me, it didn't take me as many times in like the actual area where it was like really hard, but it was like the lead up to it. Cause I was like, okay, like I have like full health here. Got to make sure that I maintain my health through this section right here in order to have enough health to like get through this, um, like a swath of enemies. So it was really cool. And, and it's, it's making me think about, like playing like this kind of 2d game more i don't know if i've ever like i mean like i said i'm replaying some older zelda games i guess not replaying i am playing for the first time some older zelda games and this just feels like so like i mean obviously like it's hard to compare a game that's made now to like one of those but like i'm just loving it so much more and i'm really drawn into it that's interesting um i wonder if the creator had any influences and like what were they in, in creating this game and also is there a customization um aspect to it like in the beginning can you customize your character not at all which i think that after listening to him and him speaking about the game i, I wouldn't at all because i mean it's it's his story about him you know so i guess it's it's more it, well i guess it's him telling his story through this game and i don't necessarily know if I mean, obviously, like us, the player, like we are playing his story, but I don't think that like, I don't think it would aid it to be able to do that. You know what I mean? Because also like the character is like sick. So that's something that like you're struggling with. Like every like couple of minutes, like your character will just like double over and like cough and it'll start bleeding, which like it doesn't affect your health, but like you can, like you can't move because he's like bleeding out. Oh, man. it's pretty intense and honestly i i the last time we talked about solar ash i had said like i had some doubts after they said that they were going to put combat in it and i was just really excited for the platforming and after like playing this dude i'm i'm definitely going to check it out like i this guy so who's we haven't i haven't said his name his name is alex preston and you can find him on the internet pretty easily and the studio that he created is called Heart Machine, which I think is very interesting, you know, like given his like he, condition. Yeah, he needs to like rely on machines to um, to keep him alive, which I don't know. I'm just really compelled with like the whole 
human the human element of this and like this guy's story and i'm definitely definitely gonna play solar ash i mean i think i was probably going to anyways but after playing this most certainly and it it's just so much fun like i i really like i said man it's really hitting that like i just only want to play that and can't put it down so he helped create solar ash as well he was part of that process so, so this Hyperlight Drifter was his first game, and it was kind of his game that he made with his studio, and the studio Heart Machine that he created, and then they are also creating Solar Ash. I don't know if they're creating it independently, because I mean, it's being published by Annapurna, but I think that they are creating and Solar Ash is already out, right? Like you can. No, Solar Ash is not out. They oh, just the... they announced it at the PlayStation. Right. Yeah, that's the or... the one where it looks like you can like skate around, and you're like the dark figure. It kind of looks like smoke, kind of. And you can like see like the black hole, and you can like traversal, traversal, and stuff. But yeah, the Heart Machine. It looks like they have like you can look at their website and learn some more about them. That's interesting. It looks like I'm, yeah, it just looks super sick, man. And after seeing, after playing Hyper Light Drifter, like I'm just so excited to play Solar Ash, even more so now. And I'm really excited to see how Hyper Light Drifter ends. I'm really excited about that. Um, But dude, I actually, Moving on to the next thing. So we just published our, our Pokemon episode. Um, our like thoughts on Pokemon Sword and Shield. And I guess like at the time, I guess I didn't even, when we were recording it, I kind of like had completely forgotten about the the controversy that it had. And because we just, I mean, like we just loved it. But I just think that that's interesting that we had like kind of for, I don't know if we like forgot about it, but. I don't know. I definitely will create an, like I hadn't even thought of that. So, do you know what I'm talking about? With uh, with Solar Ash. No, with uh, with Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I kind of spoiled out real quick. I was searching up um the, stu- <laughs> the Heart fine, Machine man. Studio. You're fine, man. No worries. Yeah, I was just saying. Like, do you think? I guess like when so like we just like the so we just published our Pokemon episode and I was just like I had forgotten that there was like controversy and I guess like at the time I don't know like when we were recording it I had just forgotten that there was controversy because we like both loved it so I guess like do you have anything that you wanted to say on that or like Pokemon at all what what type of controversy like as far as like the 25th anniversary uh, like... no i think that like when pokemon sword and shield came out like people were just i don't know there was just like a lot of negativity about i guess let me let me rephrase i guess there was a minority that was very loud on the internet about hating it when it came out or hating yeah. the idea of it i saw some things about like people not liking the fact that it's like a 3d pokemon game and how like that could ruin the franchise just going in that direction yeah um, I, don't, I don't know man i'm not about I, that i, I saw some things about that and people were upset about them you know not 
going with um you know remaking something they just went ahead and started a new region which i for one i like that they did that because it was like a they didn't for lack of a better word taint any of the other like regions or old games they just kind of like tried it out on a new completely new region they tried it out on this new system on these new um processors and, and graphics cards and um they got to learn a lot through that process you know nintendo and game freak they got to learn a lot about pokemon and, and putting a game out on the switch and now you know we have two new titles coming out with you know the remake of pearl and diamond and you know legends arceus and yeah, man, it's kind of like they kind of got both of those going for them like a like a 2d and a 3d coming right out, you know? it's like for the fans who are like you know what why where's my 2d pokemon game you know it's like here like take this you know and then for <laughs> the fans who like really like the sword and shield it's like we're gonna we're gonna show you like what we really can do on the switch because even though sword and shield is an amazing game um there's definitely more that you can do on the switch it's such a great little system yeah definitely they're i'm they're, excited to see that yeah man they're definitely there's definitely ways that they can go forward with it which is really exciting and i'm excited to see that um and you know you had actually you had given me some advice in which i after editing the last pod i was i was able to or after editing the pokemon pod i was able to to hear it and i guess like I don't know, you had told me that because I think my biggest gripe with the game was that I was like kind of like at a loss for things to do. I was like, man, like I just wish there was more for me to do at the end of this game after I have this like stacked team. And you'd said like, hey, like you should just look up like what you can do at the end of the game and, and do that. And man, let me tell you, dude, I have been having an absolute blast over the past <laughs> like couple weeks, man. I've been sinking so much time into it and just doing the like this, all the stuff that you can do after you beat the game. And it's really cool. Like there's still like, I have like a whole list of like mental things that I can do in my head still. And I'm like, still working on the Pokédex and it's going well, man. I'm, I'm really glad that I, and I dude, honestly, like I still have one entire DLC. I haven't even gone to the crown Tundra yet. And I think I'm going to go there soon. I kind of, I kind of like low key, wanted to finish the Pokédex first. I was, cause I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so close. Like I'm just going to work on the Pokédex and which dude, I'm actually really close. There's only four more that I can get on my own and I'm going to have to trade with you. <laughs> Alrighty. I'm looking forward to that. And when you say trade, like you're going to need me to catch them or like you need me to uh, like trade I, to evolve them. A couple, a couple of both actually. Um, there's okay. a couple, I'll, I'll make a little list and, and send it to you. But basically, there's a couple that like, like you're the shield uh, legendary. What's that dog? Do you remember? Zamazenta? Yeah. I don't think I, I can't get that one. In my there's Zacian and Zamazenta. I think I have Zacian. But also like, so you've, you've played the end credits before or like the after game. Yeah, I have played the after game. I went and caught the legendaries and, uh, what is up with those two dudes hairs, man? Was it like Sordo and (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you said it. I've been, I've been waiting for this. Uh, uh, That one guy with like the, the sword on (laughs) it. That's just, 
That's that ridiculous. like the wackest thing. I took, I literally like I saw it and I like took a screenshot of it and like just was laughing out loud. I was like, that is crazy. <laughs> I'm so glad that I had sword because I would have like the guy that has the shield hair is not as ridiculous as the guy that has the sword hair. I'm like, if I had had sword, like Hop's gonna lose to the sword guy, but like I got to beat the sword guy, so yeah. <laughs> What is up with that? <laughs> it's hilarious. I I bet you they had a ball making those guys. They probably did that as a little joke. Yeah, I <laughs> I don't know. That was just so silly to me. I thought that was I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I bet you like Japanese kids when they had their first playthrough definitely enjoyed that as well. Like, what is up with these guys' hairs? <laughs> yeah, man. And honestly, dude. I'm I'm really impressed with Pierce. Like the gym, I guess he's not the gym leader anymore. Because I guess, or oh god, what's her name? Mar. Uh, do you know who I'm talking about? What does she look like? Uh, the person has the Pokemon that like switches from like the dark to grass, and she's Pierce's younger sister, Mar Marnie. Oh yeah, Marnie. Marnie. Oh man, I'm, I feel bad that I forgot her name. She's cool. Um, yeah she is dude i think that pierce is like such a good character like i out of all the gym leaders i would have like expected them to flush him out the least but the fact that they have like i'm so into it like i just had a good time with that whole storyline and having him there he i think that he says something like he's like man i gotta stop coming around you he seems like you always need my help (laughs) Uh, he's a cool yeah he's a cool cat I'm glad that they introduced some characters like that. And I hope we get to see some more of those characters. Um, hopefully there's like a little shout out in, in Pearl or Diamond. I doubt that they do it in Legends. It seems like they want to take like a completely different route. Um, I don't think they'll do anything in, in Diamond J- Diamond and Pearl re- remakes just because it's, I mean, like I said, that's like Gen 4. and this, like It just happens and they're so different places. But I would love to see more I don't know. I just feel like this is like the most fleshed out the characters ever have been. And like, I mean, the stories, I mean, like, I don't know, it's for kids. So I'm like, that's, that's fine. Like, I'm not disappointed with the story. Like I get that it's for, yeah. Like, or that I guess like, yeah, I guess it's meant for a younger audience. And the fact that I'm, I'm wanting more is, is fine. But uh, I think it's really cool that all these characters are so fleshed out. And I would just love to see if they're going to do anything with that. And like, the next one or something but you're you're saying that there could be like a sword two and a shield two uh i don't know but like so i guess like we know that rcs is coming next and that's like a really historical game so like i guess they're going back in time right yeah so they're going back in time so i guess like the next one that's in like the modern day i guess yeah definitely they might go with a new region i think they should they 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 might just go with this belt of like remaking things like remake diamond well, pearl. And after that they could remake what, what's the region after diamond. Well, and pearl? Game freaks, not remaking the, the short or the shiny and pearl or the, is it shining? Was it shining diamond and sparkly pearl or something like I think that? It's like brilliant pearl shining diamond. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, whatever. I think brilliant. I think no way. I had it flipped. It's I think, I had yeah. it flipped. shining diamond, diamond brilliant, brilliant pearl. pearl. 
Yeah. I think that's what it is. But I think that it's it's another studio that's actually making the remakes. So oh, really? I want yeah, so it's not Game Freak. And I think I think they announced that in the in the 25th anniversary. So I guess you could check that out. But who's your who's your starter gonna be? I'm actually man, I'm I'm gonna get Pokemon home so I can have a couple. <laughs> okay, okay. I see how you're moving. Yeah, I actually now that I I've been trying to like in my attempt to to fill out my Pokedex, I've really just been trading randomly with people online, which honestly I hadn't really done before. Like you just like the surprise trade. Like I've gotten some I've gotten some really awesome Pokemon. And I like I said, like I've gotten like a Mudkip and uh, a couple others. Actually, what's the the I think is it Balbasaur is the, is the final evolution? Is it Venusaur is the baby? Venusaur is the final. Bulbasaur is the baby. Bulbasaur is the baby. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I got a Bulbasaur, which is really cool. So now I have. That's sick. I have Charizard, Blastoise, and Venusaur. Or well, I haven't evolved it yet, so it's Bulbasaur. Yeah. You're sounding like Red. Yeah, it's I'm. I'm excited, man. This is really, it's really cool. I'm really into I, it. I think I'm going to go with Chimchar. I think I am too. I, I don't know how you don't. Because I actually, honestly. in the in the last playthrough, I mean, I guess I'm, I've given up on it because I'm going to, I know I'm going to play the remake later this year and that's just going to be so much better. Um, I actually, I, I thought it was really funny. I got on my save file after playing Sword and I literally, I don't even have a single box of Pokemon. I literally... I was like, wow, like, it's crazy that I just, I don't even have a full box. Like I was just so selective in, in catching Pokemon that I like hardly have any. And dude, it's snowing right now. That's Sorry. crazy. It's I'm just looking out my window. March. Yeah. I mean, like it was like 50 this weekend. So I think, I don't know. I just got distracted and saw that. I was out playing basketball earlier today and now it's snowing. Wow. That's crazy. Global warming. Global warming. I love the snow though, so I can't really. Well, yeah, what? <laughs> it's not good that it's happening, but <laughs> actually, I don't know. I mean, it's middle of March. Is that bad, or is it bad that there was no snow before this? It just feels a little weird that it's like we just had a week where it was like sixty something, and now it's snowing. Yeah, that does feel weird. That's New York for you, though. It's so bipolar. I don't know. I've said it before. I, I feel like New York is like a microclimate because of all the cars and the people. I feel like it messes things up. But then it's also by the sea, too, and like that. Yeah, New York definitely has a microclimate. Like, sometimes I worry about my lungs and like, <laughs> am I like, Dude, let's I not get too, into man. that. I just cleaned the outside of my windows and I just cleaned them like a couple months ago and it was just like black. And I was like, I breathed this in. And I was like, that's not great. But because mm-hmm. like when I think about it, there's probably like probably thousands of cars drive past my window every day. Yep. Anyways, back to Pokemon. <laughs> I think I'm gonna transfer in some Pokemon from from Sword because I just have so many. And I think it's gonna be a good time to have some from I think it's gonna be fun to have like a stack of a stack of Pokemon that I can play through. 
I think so too, man. That's going to be fun to just like bring in what you want to bring in. It seems like you're going to have a lot of selection given that you're going to complete this Pokédex. So you're really going to be able to like pick and choose things. I, for one, I'm going to be looking forward to just playing through Pearl. Probably going to go with Pearl because that's the one I played originally. And just trying to fill out that Pokédex, trying to just play through the game how I would find the guard. I wonder how they're going to do that because I think in the original you had to, in order to complete the Pokédex, I think you had to trade up game or trade up Pokemon from Game Boy games. Yeah, I think so too. So they're probably going to do something similar here. You think so? Even though it's like the Switch? It's always something they do. It's like, are you, if you're a real Pokemon head, that's the only way you could really fill out the Pokédex. You know? Yeah. It's like, not just anybody can fill out the Pokédex, or else it wouldn't be that crazy of a feat. Yeah, I mean, I've never done it, dude. So I'm, I'm, I'm like itching. You gotta, you gotta help me out, bro. <laughs> team effort. We're gonna get you to complete it. Yeah, man. And I think that I'll be able to. I mean, once I have them all, I mean, then we'll be able to do the same for you, man. So I'm so excited, dude. I'm, I'm literally like I'm on the cusp, man. Like I've, I've done pretty much everything I can. Like I've even gone in and. There was a couple that I like went in and changed the dates of my switch to where like it had better weather or like yeah. to where it have weather on the and got them that way. Which cheating. I don't I don't think that's cheating, man. I don't think that's cheating. But because it also like the game totally knows if you do that and it like punishes you, so like you can't get any of like the daily items for like two days. I don't know. I don't think that's cheating because it's like. Like when, like if I get on, like whenever I get on, like if some Pokemon just aren't available because of the weather, you know, I mean, I have a, I have a life outside of, I guess, I guess that's a, I guess that's a debate for another time. Unless, I mean, do you want to get into it more right now? Um, I had a question. I just lost it. Oh, this is the worst when that happens, dude. That's a good question too. It is what it is. Let's get into it, man. I mean, I don't. Do, I do you think mean, it's cheating? It was, then I said it was cheating, but honestly, joke. I'm pretty sure everyone does that. I'm looking. Oh, <laughs> my question, you made me feel bad for a sec. <laughs> my question just came back. the The shiny charm. Once you complete the Pokédex, you get a shiny charm. Right. Do you know what that does for you? Yeah, it just allows you to have a higher like spawn chance of getting a shiny Pokemon, but. At the same time, I think it's like it goes from like one in a, like a couple thousand to like a one in a couple hundred. So, yeah, and then there's a way to take it down a notch from there as well. I forget what it is, but like you give a Pokemon a certain item, and then it goes from like one in six hundred to like one in three hundred. Which it's that some... wouldn't be it wouldn't be too bad. I have right now though. I'm trying to breed a Pokemon, and um get it the right uh the right nature and honestly that i like the first the first pokemon that i did this for was my slowpoke and i was able to get it in about like half a box of slowpokes but my my togepi i'm breeding that one and that has taken me i'm on i'm on like the second box and i'm and take you forever, man. But if you had a shiny charm, that also affects eggs. So you would That'd be cool. You would eventually run into a shiny Togepi. And even if it wasn't your nature, you probably want to take care of that one. <laughs> yeah. 
I actually, I think now that I'm, I think that once I get one that has the right nature. So here's like another thing. I, I haven't gotten the ability to see the IVs yet, which we learned about from our Pokemon professor, which is, that is not an episode that is out yet. Um, but we basically we have a guest and they explain a lot of a lot of Pokemon stuff for us, uh, the more complicated aspects of it. Um, in order to see, in order to see the IVs, you need to go and beat Leon in the battle tower, and I have not done that yet. Um, and he also, I remember the Pokemon professor also put us on. He said it doesn't matter what nature it is, because yeah, you, you can with the mints, but the mints are like. There are 50 battle points, and I only have two battle points. So I think, I don't know, I guess like you just have to like put a couple hours into the battle tower. You'd probably be better off, I guess, just doing the battle tower instead of hatching the eggs. But then the thing is with the with hatching the eggs, you have Pokemon to trade on the surprise trade. So Yeah, that's true. It, it really, there's a lot. I mean, I would just, I'm hoping to get, shinies that's what I, I really do love shiny pokemon i'm a sucker for the shine yeah they're really cool so we got to get that shiny charm man you got to finish that pokedex i have a shiny garchomp right now so it'd be nice to have a completely shiny team yeah dude hey man actually if you don't mind do you do you have time tonight and i'll kind of tell you what i'm missing maybe we could finish it out tonight i'd be down I'd be down to do some trading. <laughs> Let's do it, man. Let's think that's a good way to end it. Well, thanks so much, listeners, for listening to us today. Uh, we kind of just talked about a whole bunch of stuff, but I hope you enjoyed it. Have a have a great time of day wherever you are. It's evening for us, so have a great evening. <laughs> thanks so much for tuning in. Check us out on Instagram at the Sticky Buttons Pod. Let everyone know about our podcast, thestickybuttonspod.com. That's all you got to do. Just type that in and you'll find our podcast. Yeah. If uh, you're listening. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. And if you are trying to, um, I mean, if you enjoy the show, the best way to help us grow is to share it with a friend that you think would also enjoy it. Uh, that's really the, the only way that we're trying to grow right now is if people that like it are sharing it with other people that might like it. That would really help us out. If you've done that,